0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Flash Loans in the Cosmos with White Whale and Skip Protocol. Let's take a listen.
1: How are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for attending. Just so we don't lose any more time, um, welcome to our Twitter Spaces. Today we will talk about mainly uh, flash loans and our newly published flash loan uh, function, uh, our newly f- um, enabled flash loan page, which is available available in our app. And um, yeah, see what cool features and um cool use cases um will be enabled due to that in the cosmos ecosystem so should should be a fun spaces today um why don't we start with the short introduction of the panel today and um, then we'll go over into the contents um CENCOM, do you want to start
3: yeah so i mean in the interest of time we could just do a. Uh just quick intros real you know just just kind of a, a broad strokes you know we have several of the white whale team here i'm i'm the founder sebastian we have our uh we have kerber 0x our smart contracts lead sencom our cto bossanova who is over our bots um and and ponzi nico who's business development um we also have one of our friends from skip here um you can introduce yourself if you'd like, Sir,
1: yeah, sure. Hi. Uh, this is Magnus, the co-founders of Skip. Um, we build MeV infrastructure that uh, we try to build as community aligned that we that maximizes what we call sovereign MeV or the right for chains and validators to choose what MeV markets they have. And we've been working a lot with the White Whale team over the past couple months to basically work together to uh, build what we're calling like, you know, sort of staking rewards of the future or this this concept of redistributing MEV back to the community of stakers and validators in cosmos and it's been great to work with them happy to be here today um have a lot of thoughts on their flash loans and also where they can go so you know look forward to getting to those later
2: cool uh, just to give a little bit of context uh, could you um Explain in one or two sentences what MEV is again, because I think that is like a very technical term and uh, not everybody is probably familiar with that. So uh, just a really quick intro on MEV and then we can dive into the specifics.
1: Sure thing. Uh, So MEV, I mean, traditionally stands for maximal extractable value or minor extractable value. And basically it's this concept of like, what do, what do blockchains sell, right? If you're a business and you're a blockchain, like what do you sell? And the answer really is you sell your block space, right? You sell like slots on your blocks. Um, that's like the real estate if, if, you, were, if you were a company. Um, and block space is valuable, right? And specifically like different parts of block space block space are valuable. For example like the top of a block is usually very valuable because it's a known state and it can be used to sort of like basically lock in some kind of transaction and so like coming from that understanding you can create a market around block space that prices and things that are not just like single transactions but also bundles of transactions um and so you know uh our our initial hypothesis was that Cosmos, which natively has what they call first come first serve members, meaning transactions are ordered in the in the in the in the time that they arrive, needs some kind of better market around its block space in order to capture the most amount of value. Um, so our mission is, you know, make all chains financially sustainable by healthy MEV markets. And the approach that we we take to MEV is not to just go for maximal extraction and to extract as much as possible. But to actually think like much more granularly and much more customizably about what kinds of mev we allow and what kinds of mev we don't allow and then we give those tools to validators and then also chains to choose what kind of mev markets they have so just like very simply you know what you can do with skip is you can send a bundle of transactions and then you can submit a bid for that bundle to have it mined at the very top of the block you also get Full end-to-end privacy. No one will ever see your transactions until they end up on chain. And then you also get full simulation, meaning you can never have a failed transaction if you submit it through Skip. So that's the little spiel on Skip. I hope I hope that was not too
2: deep. No, thanks. That's really helpful. Um, maybe you, you can elaborate a little bit on what distinguishes you guys from other ME, MEV um, offerings, maybe.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, generally, I think the way that MEV companies tend to think is they create one solution and then they think that that's like the right solution for every ecosystem. Right. So if you look at Flashbots, like right now, I don't know if you guys have read about Suave, but, you know, they're trying to build like a single chain that resolves like the block space auctions for every other Ethereum rollup. And having talked to Arbitrum and Polygon and executives there, like we are and and also of course to like the founders of many Cosmos chains, we are very aware that every single chain thinks very differently about MEV. Some of them like don't want to have any front running, some of them don't want to have any sandwiching, some of them don't care about those things, some of them want all of the money to go to validators, some of them want all of it to go to users, some of them want some of it to go to LPs. Um, Some care more about privacy than MEV, right? So there's so many different preferences that all these different chains have that like a one size fits all MEV solution is just not the answer. Um, It's just not what they're interested in. Like you can't have Ethereum and Osmosis have the same MEV solution. That's like a complete impossibility as uh, like Osmosis wants to be an MEV resistant DEX. So that's sort of like what, That's like the the context in which Skip was created, right? Like our idea was, okay, well, what if we can create a toolkit that allows chains to configure whatever kind of MEB market they want? They can can just set parameters for who gets paid, right? And in what percentage, and that can go through governance. You can set parameters for how much of the block Skip can build, maybe just 10%, maybe just one block, maybe the whole block, sort of like whatever 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 is desired. And then also like what kinds of MEV are allowed. So skip natively prevents front running and sandwiching, but like that is a configuration option. So if like, you know, there was quote unquote evil chain or, or like someone who just didn't care about the user, like they could enable that. But so far I'm happy to say like all Cosmos chains have voted against that. And White Whale has also been helpful and like showing that back running itself, which is, is not toxic MEV is actually profitable. Um, so that's sort of how we differ from what we call like these one size fits all NED solutions.
2: Cool, thank you. And uh, just to tie into that, um, maybe Bossa Nova, uh, you can explain how we actually work with Skip together. Um, elaborate a little bit on that. And um, how do flash loans tie into that?
4: Can you hear me? <clears throat> I, I assume you can hear me. Yep. Yeah, we, we can hear you. Yeah. All right, all right. So, yeah, looking back at like Terra 1, before the old chain, we noticed that um, the arbitrage game became something like an architectural race uh, of who can get like the closest to the nodes to get the information fastest and distribute his transaction uh, the best way and get like priority on validators. And... um we kind of assumed or, or like suspected there was something going on um, that was like n- n- not necessarily unfair, but at least like we just couldn't get to the right spot to be like uh, winning all the arbitrage, or at least be very competitive to one or two um, uh, uh, wallet addresses that were like winning all the arbitrage. So on the unlike our V2 iteration of why will, which uh, maybe like uh, Sebastian or, or Sancom can uh, elaborate on on better than I do. But um, we try to look for different options on winning arbitrage besides not being reliant on arbitrage profits as, as a protocol, but just like look at different ways to, to, you know, make profitable, uh, profitable bots. And I think the, um alignment with skip in that one is like a a very very like a one plus one i mean they allow us to instead of uh having to race for a spot in the in the block actually bid on a spot on the block which is uh, you know as as magnus said like uh, private until you uh, either win or don't win i mean you can't look in the bids you know so it's it's closed and it's like it's uh you know everybody has the same chance basically So, yeah, I think we've been uh, changing our bots to bundle our arbitrage transactions with um, mempool transactions, like transactions that didn't hit the chain. We would bid on that bundle to skip it. So we would ask Skip, like, uh, put this transaction that was, you know, like a whale swap or something, not ours, uh, not ours at least, um, on top of the block. Followed by our arbitrage transaction right after, right after that one. So, uh, yeah. So we would like, at least, if our bid was accept exep- uh, accepted, we would like get like uh, you know one hundred percent hit rate on the uh, on the arbitrage transaction. Basically,
2: nice. Thank you. And just to put that into layman terms, so basically we're bidding um, for block space that Skip Skip is providing and make our flash loans profitable with the arbitrage is that correct uh
4: so that was the first part of it the first part is like how we utilize skip basically the flash loans comes in at the point of 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 what kind of arbitrage transaction we try to uh have the like the whale swap followed so either that can be either a transaction that does like a, a flash loan, which which we are yeah. using, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, right? So so we only use our flash loans, uh, but it can be whatever transaction. If you'd like to be like, a, I don't know, like a, a liquidation or whatever happened after someone, you, you could actually use that just just uh, to to, uh, to a skip bundle. Uh, the flash loan comes in the way we tend to do arbitrage. So that's like the, the flash loan is like... Uh, a core principle of, of of our our protocol. So the flash loan allows you to take the arbitrage opportunity uh, for the profit that that arises, like through MEV, right? Because basically, you are uh, you're asking or you're bidding on block space before the obviously the the block hit the, hit hit the, hit the chain, right? So, um, but the flash loan comes in to give retail or at least people with uh, fewer funds than like institutions to 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 bid on the the space and get the arbitrage without you know having to rely on huge amounts of capital in your wallet because basically you'll be borrowing um that capital from from our vaults and repaying it in 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 the same transaction right so that's that's like uh where the flash loans comes in in, in yeah in the whole story
2: Thank you. Yeah, and just to give people here context a little bit more on Wide Whale, what we are basically doing, we're an interchain liquidity protocol, and we are deploying uh, our liquidity hubs on various chains, which consist of um, plain vanilla AMM pools and the those bespoke flash loan vaults. And due to these uh, due to this architecture, we are able to Um, take out flash loans and ARP price differences between our amm decks and the main decks on the chain and this is where skip is coming in because we can bid on their block space i hope uh, i got this more or less right Uh, maybe magnus uh, you can just explain a little bit better than me but uh, i think that's the broad strokes of it
1: yeah, I, I think that's, that's exactly right. I mean, it might be helpful just to give an example. So, um, what, what was this Boston, but maybe a, a week ago, roughly, um, white whale found that there was a 170 Juno arbitrage opportunity, I think on Juno swap. Um, and in order to capture that arbitrage opportunity, which was riskless, right? They, they did that in, in one transaction to capture that. Uh, they they placed a bid of 28 Juno, right? And so they they put that bundle through Skip. They gave a bid of 28 Juno. Where did that 28 Juno go? Well, it was going to go to SG1, who was the validator who was running Skip at that time to capture that uh, bundle. And SG1 had their preferences set to give 95% of all of their MEV revenue back to stakers. And so, like, the entire community got paid out, like, 20, I don't know, 26 Juno. Of course, it was split between everyone, so you probably didn't, you know, get a full 26 Juno in your wallet. But that's just, like, an example of, of how this all works. So, White Whale finds arbitrage, they use their flash loans to capture that arbitrage, then they submit those bundles through Skip with a bid, and then that bid gets paid back to the community and the validators that run Skip. And so, that's, like, the... The order of events that that's working out here
2: yeah and the bid is essentially uh, correct me if i'm wrong here distributed back to stakers on the chain right to juno stakers on the chain and this actually makes a, a sustainable sustainable revenue model because right now um we are living on or at least stakers are living on inflationary token rewards right but eventually um like there has to be a sustainable business model for the layer one and that's exactly how it will work due to arbitrage that um flash loans that are bidded on skip protocol and uh, these rewards will be redistributed to the stakers is that correct
1: yep that's right that went yeah. back to, to all stakers exactly yeah and i think
4: magnus correct me if i'm wrong but i think like on ethereum at some point uh did this system exist as well of course but people uh were bidding like up to 90 percent of expected profit at some point if, I, if i'm if i'm not wrong
1: I, I think that's generally the case i mean right now things are super uncompetitive right um because you know skip just launched your guys flash loans just launched um so like there's there's so much opportunity right now i mean there's not a lot of MEV on juno um compared to ethereum it's it's much smaller of course but you know the the stuff that is there is is very uncompetitive
4: yeah yeah and there's there's also the thing that not all validators are running skip so you're not able to bid on every block because some blocks go to validators that are not really like uh that, that are just not in the skip um in a skip validator set, I'd say. So there's that arbitrage as well. A good thing to say as well uh, is that um, the profit from the MEV goes back to the user of like, uh, or the sender of, of the whole transaction, right? So it's not like the profit goes to the stakes as well. The profit is returned to like the sender of the transaction.
1: Yeah, so anything from the profit minus the bid, of course, is is recorded as profit for the sender, which is why why, why, why you guys and other people using your flash loans would be excited about it in the first place, right?
4: Yeah, definitely. And I think as well for um, people that are willing or, or want to, you know, run their own bots. At this point, when we, are, uh, when we release our open source bot, which will be really soon, uh, it has a skip implementation. So you're able to run this well, more or less out of the box on an open source bot. Um, with documentation online that will be online very soon. So you'll be able to run this uh, and actually tweak the bidding to make sure you're winning. So it's not a, not, not a game of buying uh, a lot of expensive servers and hosting them very close to like the nodes that you want to broadcast or, or the nodes that receive like the information in the memory pool, like where, where a wheel swapped and all that. No, it's just like adjusting the bidding. So you're you're gonna win um based on the bit you place not not necessarily a, like a speed race but just like a bidding race or a bidding war and that's i think very like um good for stakers yeah cool yeah
2: that that sounds r- really fascinating um yeah and uh for for just for people to know we recently uh published um a flash loan page r- right in our depth so that anybody could uh call a flash loan through our interface basically uh, maybe kerber you could elaborate a little bit more on that like what advantages uh, does our flash loan page has um in regards to maybe user a better user experience stuff like that
5: yeah so um the thing with the Flash Loans uh, is like, we have our, our Flash Loan vaults uh, and usually to interact with them, um, like traditionally the Flash Loan game was basically aimed to developers and people who knew how to code, right? Because usually you needed to write your smart your own smart contract and set it up uh, doing all the transactions that you wanted it to perform and then execute this, uh, a, given, a given message. Uh, What we wanted to do when we created this uh, Flash Loan page was basically to democratize uh, Flash Loan usage to everybody. So if you're a developer, of course, you might prefer to write your own contract and do the thing the old-fashioned way. But if you're a regular user who just wants to, you know, play around with some Flash Loans and, yeah, you just want to have an interface that you can use this through, uh, so you go to our, our page, our Flashroom page, and in there you basically get a box where you can paste uh, the messages that you want to execute. So uh, you still need some knowledge, uh, given that you need to know like what type of information you need to paste uh, in, in that box so that um, this will be executed through the Flashroom vault. Uh, however, we, we planned, as, as Bosanova said, we will be publishing uh, in the documentation some examples and everything so that anybody can go and, and read it through. Um, so basically, uh, everybody we know, technical knowledge, can, can go there and take advantage of our flash loans. Cool. Yeah. if
3: I could, if I could just jump in here too. Um, it, you know, we're, we'll we'll be hosting workshops um, in the coming days to uh, get more into the nitty gritty of how specifically how to call a Flash Loan, how to how to use our front ends, right? And um, you know the the kind of nuts and bolts of that. But uh, you know, the purpose of this of this space was kind of just um to give an overview conceptuals how flash loans could be used right potential use cases and and things like that right and um you know just to back up in case anybody doesn't know exactly what a flash loan is right a flash loan's basically a loan that's borrowed and paid back in the same transaction right so we white whale we have pioneered flash loans we originally did on terra 1.0 and now we have pioneered them um in the cosmos right they're live on our on our three chains that we're live on um and and here's the thing guys um i i think of flash loans as like a weapon okay and a very powerful weapon at that right flash loans sometimes they get a stigma and they have a bad name and people are just like well you know flash loans are used for bad things you know and um, and, it, and it's true they they are and they can be it's like it's like a weapon right and a weapon can be used for good or can be used for bad flash loans are a very powerful weapon right like um, the, the the potential use cases you know we're just talking about um, I mean the execution here which is fantastic right and there's a lot of things you could do with flash loans um, you know in in that lane you know and with liquidations and arbitrage that just make ecosystems more efficient, right? They just make ecosystems more efficient. Um, but then on the other side, right, just this week, um, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but Raccoon Protocol or Raccoon, this gaming protocol, um, somebody used our flash loans to break their contracts, right? Um, our flash loans worked as intended and as they were built. Our, our flash loans weren't exploited, but they were used like an axe, um, you know, to break those guys' contracts. Now we've been in touch with them. Um, you know, and and they, I think they lost like three thousand, you know, four thousand, June or something like that. Um, but we've been in touch. We we talked to them about the vulnerability in their contracts, and now they're working to fix it, right? But um, but it is a double-edged sword, if you will. It, it is flash loans are they're very powerful. They can be used to do a lot of good and a lot of. Um, bring a lot of efficiency to an ecosystem, but they could also be used um, for nefarious purposes as well. That's that's just kind of how it is. Now, in our case, and how we how we're kind of <clears throat> setting up the infrastructure for them to be used, and how we envision it is: if you can imagine the Cosmos, the IBC, you know, we believe that there will be you know hundreds, if not thousands, of blockchains eventually um in the cosmos right so if you're an average retail searcher right looking for arbitrage looking you know looking to utilize skip right to win bids to make to to, to make some mev profits um you know you don't have to basically you don't have to keep capital sitting on a hundred different blockchains in order to in, in order to execute the mv in order to execute the trade right um and so so basically it's leveling the play, playing field for smaller players for for retail players where you can just we have the capital sitting in our flash loan vaults on all of these hundreds of trade hundreds of chains um and you could just tap into that capital and use the flash loan you know Big, big arbors, big institutions and, the, and the, the big players, they can have capital sitting on all, all of those chains and be ready to arb them. Um, but but it's not practical for for smaller players. So we see it as kind of leveling the playing field, right, where anybody can access these pools of capital to um, to do their m to do their arbitrage, um, you know, and, and it's just uh, it, it's a leveling of the playing field. So, so again, I want to get the point across. You know, flash loans are a very powerful tool. Tool, um, you know, there's a lot of use cases for them. You know, and and we're trying to set it up so to make it as easy as possible, as turnkey as possible, um, so so they could be used to to help the ecosystem. Cool, thank you.
2: Yeah, I think that was a really good summary and explanation also. Uh, Does anybody from the panel want to add to that maybe?
1: I I was just going to say quick, let's like with Flash Loans, it's like what what can you do on blockchain if you have infinite capital or theoretically infinite capital for like a brief period of time? The answer is like so many things. And I think like one thing that really excites me about your guys' team and sort of where you go with Flash Loans is Answering this question in Cosmos that I think is only going to get really bad, or this problem, I guess, of fractured liquidity, right? Where you have all these different chains, all the same assets on each different chain, and like you have to IBC transfer your liquidity from asset to asset to asset to asset, like over IBC, um, in order to capture, you know, whatever you want to do, whether it's like trading someplace or whether it's arbitrage or whether it's liquidations or or anything that you need to do, like I think. The future of flash loans is going to be like cross chain flash loans in some capacity where you can actually manage liquidity via white whale or a different provider or, you know, depending on how far you guys want to go with this um, to sort of like have instant access to liquidity anywhere, no matter where your own liquidity is. Um, and you don't really have to keep doing this thing of, of transferring around liquidity to the different places you want it. So I think I think flash loans, especially in the Cosmos ecosystem, are, are really important um especially when they get cross-chain
6: yeah i fully agree with you magnus um the first time we we just spoke in a call um you described our relationship you know whitefield and skip as skip is building the execution environment um that handles you you know risk-free um arbitrage or liquidations or mev um on a single chain and eventually you know cross-chain while White Whale is building the liquidity layer um, to make sure that liquidity is where you need it, so I think that's quite a powerful combination. And right now we both kind of finish up our let's call it local implementation of this. So you have your um, your Skip protocol live on you know different chains, but they're not connected yet. You can't do fancy cross-chain MEV stuff. Same same is true for us you know we have all liquidity apps on a couple of chains you know um terra juno chihuahua injective which i'm really excited about very soon um and now we're kind of wrapping this up and starting to work interchain. so this is where the really interesting things come along but there's just this analog- analogy um execution layer skip liquidity layer white whale i think that's a very powerful concept to think of
2: nice yeah really cool really cool guys um if if nothing else uh, i would open up to questions we already have one request um and yeah uh, let's uh, let's um, spare five more minutes or, or so for questions and then we can wrap it up um i would say that's pretty good so if you have questions uh, feel free request to speak um we'll get uh, we'll get you up stage and then you can can ask your questions. I think, Jimmy, you, you requested to speak earlier. you have a question? We have also uh, Eric Chen in the audience. Welcome. <laughs> shout, shout out to Injective. Um, we're working with them as well, launching really soon. So um, maybe you want to come upstage and talk a little bit more about Flash Loans as well. I have a
7: question. Thank you. Um, it was a great talk. Um, as far as the flash loans go, how do they um, interact with IBC? Um, is that something you have to um, reference beforehand? Um, is that something in, sort of like a live interaction? So right now, the Sancom, flash- we lost you. Does anybody else
2: want to take the question? I think Sancom uh, just got disconnected.
5: Yeah. Uh, well, I can I can say some some words. Um so flash notes um as as they work is basically that you borrow uh some asset and do some bundle of transactions and they pay them, pay that asset back in the same transaction, right? Uh, the thing with IBC is that uh blockchain communication is asynchronous. So as of now it's it's hard to make a flash loan cross blockchain because you cannot, like when, when you send a message to another chain, you're basically um, sending the transaction and then that transaction finishes on the same block. So um, it's, it's um, yeah, it's challenging to do a flash loan that you, you cannot basically wait for the, for the other blockchain to respond something. Uh, and kind of freeze the the block height in, in blockchain A and wait for blockchain B to respond, for instance. So I think other mechanisms will emerge for enabling Flash long cross blockchains, uh, but in the current form, it's uh, challenging to, to be executed.
7: Okay, thank you for that.
6: Cool. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hey, guys. Sorry, I was lurking. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hear you now. Okay. Yeah,
7: really excited to be you know working with uh, Skip and collaborating on a few things. I think you know what they're working on is uh, extremely interesting and impressive. And um, I don't know how much I can disclose um, because I I don't exactly know. You know, I don't exactly want you know Julie to yell at me. So. Basically, there's a lot to look forward to. There's a lot of uh, utility when it comes to you know block uh, block building and also MED That's a uh, uh, you know a net positive for the overall space. And you know the Skip team has uh, been very very helpful in educating us on a lot of the creative you know utility for uh, um, utilizing Skip that can be very very useful for the, uh, the general users. And there were actually specific cases that. Um, I wish for you know such a solution to exist within Cosmos because I was helping a friend with uh, resolving something, and we actually had to do something that's very, very uh, um, how do I call it primitive uh, compared to you know what Skip can uh, accomplish.
1: Thank you for that, Eric. Um, just was on also just shill White Whale quick and say you know we're super excited on the injective deployment to be. I think we're, we're going to have the same sort of collaboration with White Whale when it comes to using flash loans for. Executing all those exciting things like arbitrage and liquidations, um, especially when you know, I, I also don't know how much I can say when future protocols launch, um, but I but I really appreciate that that vote of confidence. It's been wonderful work, for you guys too.
7: Yeah, Ywell, uh team has been absolutely amazing as well, and. Basically, you know, like there's a lot of, you know, missing stacks within uh, the injective ecosystem that, you know, some builders can, uh, it's, you know, absolutely probably like relatively speaking low hanging fruit and could provide a lot of value to, you know, auto participants in the network and everything that Whitewall is working on is, you know, certainly extremely beneficial and it could spawn a whole new, you know, uh, sector or space uh, uh, within, you know, the uh, IBC ecosystem to, create a much more you know uh, efficient market and you know efficient defi space.
2: Yeah, 100%, especially the AMM order book interactions going to be really interesting as soon as we launch on we'll launch on injective. So that's going to be pretty exciting to see. Um yeah. Uh, really really cool. Uh, great co- uh, collabor collaborations here guys. Um yeah, I think If there aren't any more questions, um, anybody can step forward right now. But we can also wrap it up here. It's been a solid 45 minutes. So um, yeah, Um, thanks for attending. and yeah uh, keep an eye out um we we are also validating um on chains um, that's actually how we are aiming to uh, finance um our operations um and uh, we are on various chains like juno terra injective as well um and um would be glad to receive a delegation from you guys um other than that you can read into our docs as well um i'm pretty sure you can read also into docs of skip and injective as well and um yeah uh, thanks for having us uh, thanks for um yeah attending and um, see you next time bye bye
3: <clears throat> thanks guys Bye bye.
0: thanks everyone thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was Flash Loans in the Cosmos, hosted by White Whale, with Skip Protocol. Recorded on Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Waking up like a basement dweller, stepped out the door and her braces yelling. 2020, what an ugly shit show. Staring at the fucking roll from the get go. Looking outside, the whole state's on fire. The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars and replace the writers with AI just like us, emaciated models killing bright birds. First in, last out, picture me rolling. The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The mercs gonna cash cow, country stolen. ruling over chicken like the goose is golden. Trying to be soulful, spitting that molten lava from the bottom of the caldera. I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle and offer it to the God who hit the gas. Full throttle,
8: blasting off in a rocket. The many people who will see things happen to them that are in their favor. So someone's looking.
0: Writings, living that life like. Who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks, looking at the rectangles. Damn, they kind of thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here.
8: Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.